In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today, as you heard in the Synaxerium, we celebrated the departure of Saint John, the Hegumen of uh, the wilderness of Shihid. And one of the main virtues of this uh, saint is the virtue of humbleness and obedience. And you heard in the Synaxerium how when his father tried to test his obedience and he gave him a stick to plant it and water it, he obeyed and he planted this stick and watered it for three years. And God looked at his patience and his obedience and his humbleness. And this stick became a tree. And they call it the tree of obedience. That's why the church chose the gospel today about the dispute that happened among the disciples. And the Lord asked them, what was it you disputed among yourselves on the road? And the dispute was about who would be the greatest among them. So the Lord wanted to teach them a lesson So he told them, if anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. And then he took a little child, and the tradition says this child later on became Saint Ignatius. So he took this little child, set him in the midst of them, and when he had taken him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one of these little children in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. And in the letter of St. James, chapter 4, St. James diagnosed the reason behind conflict and dispute, either among friends or in families, the main reason is our pride, our arrogance. So Christianity teaches us how to live in humbleness. Actually, if we compare between a prideful person and a humble person, we will find the prideful person while he is defending and protecting his ego, he struggles a lot. For example, the prideful person, most of the people do not like him, do not love him. And maybe some people will try to show him fake love and fake appreciation just to take advantage of him. They please him 
in order to benefit from this relationship. But internally, no one likes a prideful or an arrogant person. On the other side, the prideful person knows very well that he is not loved and people do not like him. And that's why he is not happy. Actually, feeling that you are loved and liked by others give you happiness and joy in your heart. But if you feel that people do not like you and they keep distance from you, and even those who surround me surround me for their own benefit, this actually makes the prideful person unhappy. Also, the prideful person always, always in conflict with others. Because as a prideful person, he cannot submit with, to others. He wants his will to be done. He wants his opinion to be done. He does not like any other opinion than his. He is righteous in his own eyes and he is right in his own eyes. And because of this conflict all the time with others and the contentions with others, he feels that he is not appreciated and people are not grateful. People don't appreciate his knowledge, his righteousness, his gifts, his talents. And always he feels like he is in a competition with others because he wants to be the greatest. He wants to be the first among others. And this competition will make him feel bitter in his life, in his heart, the bitterness. So, at the end, the, the prideful person is not happy here on earth. And regarding eternal life, the Lord said, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So even God resisted him. If you study the life of our Lord Jesus Christ, you will find that he did not have a conflict with anyone except with the prideful people. Although he loved them, he served them. When they invited him to their houses, he went like Simon the Pharisee. He accepted their invitation. He talked with them. He did not keep distance from them because he came to save all. But they always, always were in conflict with him. The Lord was able to save adulterers, tax collector, thieves, many, many sinners. But the prideful people like the scribes and Pharisees and the religious leaders did not benefit from the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ.
On the contrary, if you look to a humble person, a humble person, he receives grace from God. As St. James and also St. Peter said, God resists the proud, but he gives grace from God. And without the grace, we cannot actually uh, achieve anything in our life. Without the grace of God, we will be failures. So, through humbleness, we will have access to the grace of God. A humble person also knows that he has to submit. He has to submit to God. has to submit to the authorities. He has to submit to the law of the country. He has to submit to uh, his superiors in work. He has to submit to his parents. So he knows that he has to submit. A prideful person always struggling with this, he cannot submit. So he is always, always in a struggle. But a humble person, it is easy for him to submit. Also, the humble person serve others joyfully. Like when St. Mary knew about Elizabeth, she is pregnant in her old age. She was very happy to go and serve her joyfully. And she stayed with her three months to serve her. And by bringing joy to the life of others when we serve them, this actually in return brings joy to our hearts. So a humble person while he is serving others, he also became, becomes joyful because bringing joy to life of others, actually they in return will become joyful and happy. The humble person is totally different than a person who has uh, low self-esteem or inferiority complex. The humble person knows he is nothing, but also he knows that he has the grace of God. So he can say with St. Paul, I can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens me. People who suffer from low self-esteem or inferiority complex, they feel they are the least they are under everyone, but they don't actually feel the grace of God. They are blind to the grace of God. That's why they suffer from inferiority. But a humble person, he doesn't feel inferiority. He knows that he is nothing, but also he knows very well that in Jesus Christ, he is everything. I can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens me. And at the end, the humble person actually will be the greatest person and the first person. He is the greatest and first in the hearts of others. 
He is the great and first because others appreciate him. Uh, almost uh, one month ago, uh, His Grace Bishop Karas of Al Mahalla uh, departed. And maybe we did not hear about him a lot during his life. But after he departed, the people start to share beautiful stories about his humbleness. And now he became like the first and the greatest in the hearts of many, many, many people. People never heard about him. Now they appreciate him. They listen to his sermons. They learn from his example. So, as the Lord said, if you want to be the first and if you want to be the greatest, be the last of all and the servant of all. A humble person also is easy for him to obey to obey the authorities, to obey his superiors, like St. John, uh, the saint of today, how he obeyed his father. Sometimes when we go to our spiritual fathers, actually it's very difficult for us to obey them. So we argue and argue and argue. We go not to seek an advice for them, but we go to ask their approval on what we want to do. This is not humbleness, and this is not obedience. So how can we obtain humbleness in our life? If I'm struggling with pride, ego, how can I acquire humbleness in my life? Number one, know yourself. Know that we are created from the dust of the earth. Know that we are dust and we will go to dust. Know that if anything good in us, we received it from God. As St. Paul said in his letter to the Corinthians, what do you have that you did not receive? And if you have received it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? So St. Paul, he's challenging the people. Tell me, what are the gifts or the talents that you have and you did not receive it from God? Can you point out any gift that you have you did not receive it from God? No, everything comes from him. Then he's asking them, then if you have received it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? Why do you make yourself better than others as if you did not receive it? Know the truth about yourself. Number two, humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt you. Humble yourself, stand before God in humbleness and tell him I am nothing. But I'm asking, I'm seeking your grace. I am seeking your support. I am seeking your power. Without you, I am nothing. But in you, I am everything. That's why the Lord said to Paul, My grace is sufficient. 
My grace is sufficient, but my strength is made perfect in weakness. So you need to acknowledge your weakness so my power will work perfectly in you. If you don't acknowledge your weakness, then you are hindering my power and my grace to work perfectly in you. Resist the pride, prideful thoughts and the thoughts that exalt your ego and want to exalt you above others. Resist these thoughts as you resist any sin. Don't allow these thoughts to control you. Serve others joyfully. Even if you don't feel it, pray to God to give you grace and support and go and serve others. If there is an opportunity, take this advantage. Take advantage of this opportunity and go and serve others. And remind yourself that the Son of Man, our Lord Jesus Christ, did not come to be served, but to serve. If God came to serve us, then how we allow ourselves to be served, go and serve others. Practice obedience externally and submission internally. Practice obedience externally and submission internally. What do I mean? Sometimes we practice obedience because we have no other option. In work, if I don't obey, they will fire me. But internally, I'm struggling. That's why I'm saying, practice obedience externally, but this obedience should come from internal submission. And know that we should obey God more than people. This will give you joy. But when you resist obedience and submission, when you do it because you are forced to, you will not be happy. Put others before you in honor and take the last seat, always as the Lord taught us. Put others in front of you when there is an opportunity to give others honor, give it to them and take the last seat. Then God actually will honor you and will exalt you. When the disciples of John the Baptist came to him and tried to make a conflict between John the Baptist and the Lord Jesus Christ. And they said to him, Do you know Jesus about whom you witnessed? Now he is baptizing and making more disciples than you? As a human being, actually, John could have been upset and disappointed. He is taking, you know, popularity from me. But John answered and he said, he must increase and I must decrease.
he must increase and I must decrease. Maybe some of you say, John said this because he knew that he is God, the Messiah. What about Barnabas and Saul? Barnabas is the one who introduced Saul, later Paul, to the church. And he took him and he introduced him to Antioch and to the church in Jerusalem. (coughs) And later on we can see how Paul became more prominent than Barnabas. But we never heard that Barnabas was disappointed. Barnabas, his his name means the son of encouragement, which means he was a preacher and a speaker. But always, always with Paul, he put Paul in front of him and he gave Paul the opportunity to speak and Barnabas took the last seat. Stay away from the love of praise and love of honor. Usually we seek honor and praise from others and sometimes we beg for them as beggars. But the true honor is from God. People can praise us and honor us in hypocrisy. But the true honor comes from God. So ask yourself, am I honored by God or not? Don't worry and don't care about the honor and praise that come from the people. And finally, notice the language you are using while you speak with others. Sometimes we speak in authoritarian language. So this language reflects pride. Sometimes our language is actually centered around myself. The language we use it with others can, can be hurting others just to protect myself. Observe the language and try to be kind and humble in the words you are using while you are speaking with others. When the Lord confronted the Samaritan woman, he confronted her in humbleness. He did not tell her, you are adulterous. He told her gently, the man with you is not your husband. So, observe the language you are using and put as an example to you the Lord Jesus Christ who obeyed unto death the death of the cross. Saint Mary who was a servant and also never ever made a choice for herself. He submitted her will to God completely and she never ever made a choice for herself. And also keep in mind the words of John the Baptist, he must increase and I must decrease. So the message of the church to us today, humbleness, how to live in humbleness. God resists the proud, 
but he gives the grace to the humble. Let us humble ourselves before the Lord. Glory be to him forever and ever. Amen.